0: Hello everyone, this is Matthew Burris and welcome to Matt's World, where it is my world and you all just live in it. Normally I would be doing this show in the afternoon, but today I had some errands I had to run and I had to watch AEW, so therefore I am uploading this episode late, so Apologies. But nevertheless, here we are for Wrestle Talk Wednesday. That's right, Wrestle Talk Wednesday. And today we have—I should say—tonight we have not one but two. That's right, count them two classic ECW matches, and they're all from Hostile City Showdown 1995, and we're gonna get into them. But first the kombucha of the day strawberry sage from aqua vt kombucha open this bad boy up here has about let's see how many calories oh 30 calories yep 30 calories so that makes it pretty healthy pouring some right here my pilsner glass and we're also gonna talk about the forbidden door pay-per-view and looking at the card it is starting to look pretty good here and i'm gonna talk about it normally i don't do predictions um, i'm actually not gonna do predictions but i am gonna talk about um you know the matches here so um Yeah, we're going to get to that, but first, cheers. Yep. All right. So, AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Forbidden Door. Yep, the Forbidden door taking place this sunday june 26 at 8 p.m live from the united center in chicago yep the arena that jordan and pippin built and that comes on pay-per-view at eight o'clock well of course uh, there's the pre-show at seven the buy-in pay-per-view but the real pay-per-view starts at eight o'clock and looking at this card, this looks like it's gonna be another great night of wrestling. We got ten matches here on the card. I say, well, the paper as far as pay per view goes, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine matches. One match is gonna be on the uh, pre-show. And we're going to get into these matches here. Um, first, for the pre show, we have Max Caster and the Gun Club, Billy, Austin, and Colt taking on Yuya Yumura, Alex Colin, the DKC, and Kevin Knight. Yep, we got an eight man. Tag here, and that should be pretty awesome. And once again, not going to do predictions like who I think will win or whatever. But uh, I am definitely, definitely going to be looking forward to this match here. Especially Max Caster, because I love hearing Max Caster rap. I mean, his rap is just freaking awesome. And, you know, he can really... You know, he can really rap. You know, I mean, I want to see him and John Cena go at it in a freestyle battle. You know what I'm saying? I would love to see those two in a freestyle battle. And let's see. And then another match here. Now we're going to get into the official pay-per-view matches. All right. We have the Young Bucks. Matt and Nick and the Bullet Club El Fantasmo and Hiakuleo, or uh, however you pronounce his name taking on the dudes with attitudes which consist of Shingo Takagi and Himoru Takahashi, Darby Allen and Sting. So excited to see Sting back on E on AEW and this is just going to be another, I think it'll be another great 8 man tag match. I mean, Darby Allin, he always brings it. So do the Young Bucks and, you know, the Bullet Club. I mean, I can expect this to be nothing but fireworks here and we also have. A four-way match for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. We have the champion, Jay White, defending the title against Kazukiya Okada. Hangman Adam Page, the former AEW World Heavyweight Champion. And Adam Cole, baby. Yep. Adam Cole, baby. So we got two former AEW heavyweight champions taking on two of Japan's best for the IWGP world heavyweight title. And that should be an amazing four-way dance. I mean, Adam Cole always brings it. Okada, you know, from the matches he's had with Jericho and uh, Omega, I mean, he's definitely gonna bring it. And I'm Guarantee you Jay White um is gonna bring it as well. Then we have Zach Sabre Jr. taking on an opponent of Brian Danielson's choosing because as we found out on AW that um, Brian Danielson will not be at the forbidden door because he has not been medically cleared. And not only that, but you will also not be at the Blood and Guts next Wednesday. Now, as far as who I think um, Brian Danielson or who he's going to pick, I think it will either be Samoa Joe or it will be... um. Uh, who do I say say it was gonna be? Oh, I can't believe I'm blanking out on on the name now. Oh yeah, Killer Cross. Yeah. Killer Cross. Killer Carrying Cross. Now Cross and Scarlet, they're in uh they've been wrestling in other promotions and there's one called uh I forget the name, but they're champions in, in there. So I mean it could be possible. We could be carrying Cross coming in there. I would love to see him in aew. I want to see him back on television and you know I mean I'm glad that he's out there he's working he's got a job you know he's wrestling but I really want to see him in aew and mixing it up with uh, some of the best wrestlers they have on there. and the other person I th- who I think is gonna who might be in there is uh, Samoa Joe. I mean um, Samoa Joe I mean I'd love to see him come back. And I want to see him uh, Rick, uh, rip Zack Sabre Jr. apart, man. I would love to see that match. And next, this one involves not only wrestlers from New Japan and AEW, but also Ring of Honor. Yep, as Ring of Honor's tag team champions. FTR take on the IWGP champions, yeah, the United Empire tag team champions, I should say. Great Okan and Jeff Cobb, oh sorry, that's their names, the United Empire, yeah, they're the IWGP tag team champions, sorry, I read that wrong, and against... Gropongi Vice, which is Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero. And there should be some great tag team wrestling here. If you love tag team wrestling, I mean, then this is definitely going to be for you. A three-way winner-takes-all for both the IWGP and Ring of Honor tag team titles. I mean, I wish AEW uh, had the Young Bucks uh, defending their tag team titles, but, nah. Eh. It is what it is. And then... For the AEW Women's Championship... Thunder Rosa... Versus Tony Storm... I mean, two of the best... Female wrestlers in AEW right now... Are gonna go at it one-on-one... For the championship... And I cannot wait... For that one... And next... For the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, we have Will Ospreay taking on my man, Orange Cassidy. I love Orange Cassidy. And like I said, not giving out predictions, not going to do predictions on this one. But I do want to say that it would be nice to see Orange Cassidy finally get a belt. You know, I mean, because he's yet to win a title in... um in AEW, I know, because of, like, certain plans, and also because he was out for an injury. Yeah, he was out with an injury for a while, but, uh, I really would like to see Orange Cassidy, uh, get a belt, though. Yeah, I would really love to see him get a belt. And, next, another six-man tag here, as we, well, well, sorry, uh, what? We had a two uh, eight-man tags. So we get a six-man tag with this one. We got the reunited Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Uh, teaming up with Minoru Suzaki against Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, who has returned, and Shuta Umino, Umino. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And this one should be pretty good as as well, I'm a big fan of Eddie Kingston, um, I also like Wheeler Yuta and Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, Suzuki I've seen on AEW, and I've also seen some of his Japanese matches, and he is one badass motherfucker, (laughs) yeah, so this should definitely be awesome, uh, have not seen Shuta, but, um, you know, it should be pretty good, though. Should be pretty good. And next, we have a four way match for the inaugural AEW All Atlantic Championship. We got the bastard, known as Pac, against Miro, against Malachi Black, and Tomihiro Ishii and this should be pretty good i mean you got these international wrestlers here you got one representing england you got one representing russia you have one representing the dutch netherlands and of course you have one representing japan and you know the AEW all atlantic championship i mean this is a good belt i mean i've looked at the belt the book The belt looks nice, and I cannot wait for this match to go down. And I think the All-Atlantic Championship will be up in the same level as the AEW um, TNT Championship as well. You know, as far as being one of the best secondary titles there. And then, of course, we all know what the main event is going to be. My man, John Moxley, taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi for the interim, that's right, interim AEW World Heavyweight Championship. The winner of this one will take on CM Punk, who is nursing an injury, and we will have one undisputed World Heavyweight Champion. And this should actually should absolutely be good this looks like it's going to be a good match and of course we all know moxley brings it it's going to be nothing short of a fist fight and i just cannot wait i think all these matches are going to be nothing but fist fights here because um well i think we're going to see a whole lot of strong style in this one you're going to see a lot of elbows a lot of hard kicks and submissions we're going to see all that and, you know, especially in the women's match, because Tony Storm has wrestled in Japan uh, numerous times, so she knows the deal. And it should be an awesome pay-per-view. The only thing that sucks about this pay-per-view is that I wanted to get at Uno's Pizza. Um, there's, a, there's one place where Uno's used to be at in Kenmore, um, here in Boston, but unfortunately it uh, looks like it closed down due to the... Um, Yeah, it looks like it closed down due to the, um, you know, due to the pandemic. But, but, I did get me some DiGiorno pizza. Yeah, I got me some DiGiorno pizza. I got the, the bacon cheese stuffed pizza, you know, and, uh, you know, I like stuffed crust pizza. I love stuffed crust pizza, you know, so I'm gonna have that. Gonna get me some Mountain Dew Zeros, and some flaming hot doritos. Oh yeah, bringing the heat baby with the flaming hot doritos. You got to you got to have the flaming hot doritos with the pizza and the Mountain Dew Zero, man. That's going to be the best night of wrestling and I'm going to be having my own little pre show. Yeah, I'm going to have my own little pre show. At 7 o'clock, gonna be watching it. Gonna also try to see if I can get my friends, uh, Sansi and Prema, to be on the show with me. You know, friends of the show. So hopefully they can um, come in and watch it. I mean, we will come in and um, do the show with me. Especially um, Sansi, because uh, she's been a little busy. But uh, shout out to my girl, man. You know, hope you can um, hope you can make it. And having said all of that, we're now going to get into some matches from Hostile City Showdown. That's right, ECW. And the first match we're going to look at is the barbed wire baseball bat match between Ian and Axel Rotten, formerly of the Bad breed. And this is where they have barbed wire wrapped around a base ball bat. And this was one of the most bloodiest matches that they ever had. And I say one of them because we all know the best bloodiest match ever that they ever had was their final match, the Taipei death match. But this one is pretty damn close. So, without further ado, let's go take a look seen one That's true. bat yeah barbed wire baseball bat that's what I'm talking Oh, here comes Ian. Oh, double axe handle from behind. Oh. And, oh, Ian taking a leather strap right to him. Oh, and another one. Oh, he's got the baseball bat. Bang. Oh, right across the bat. Now the barbed wire baseball. Bat. Swing and a miss. Oh. Ian. Oh, sorry, Axel got him. Oh, got him again. Now oh digging the barbed wire wire right in the back of his skull. Oh my goodness. And now, oh, hits him right on the arm. Now, oh, slams him right in the guardrail. Ooh, throws him in the guardrail again. Ooh, baseball bat right to the gut. Fans chatting ECW, and well-deserved. Oh, again, a baseball bat right to the skull. Oh, he did have want a kick to the gut. on oh, and a right hand. Oh, nailed him right in the back. Oh. oh, and he stands over him now with that baseball bat. Ooh, trying to cut open Axel. Oh, now he wraps the barbed wire right around his head. Oh, God, that hurts. Oh, yeah, that hurts. Oh, cuts him. Uh Uh-oh. He's got that chain. Oh, wait. Now Ian. Oh, he's taking the barbed wire from the bat and wrapping it around Axel. Oh! Slams him right in the corner. right to Axel. now it's a right hand Oh pulling it right there now oh oh he's about to cut open his arm Him out of the ring. Oh, he backs up. Is he in oh he gets back by trot right over the guardrail. Oops! Oh, it's got a stick. Oh! Oh, metal spike. Oh, that's a screwdriver that Axel's got. And oh, nailing Ian right in the head with it. Ooh. Now both men are busted open. And now Axel with a broken hockey stick. Oh, nailed him right in the back. Batter up. Oh! Right on the arm of Ian Run with that barbed wire baseball bat. Oh, nail him again. Oh, and again. Ooh. Crowd chanting ECW once again, well-deserved. He's digging the barbed wire right into Ian's head. Jeez. Oh. There is not enough money in the world that would make me wrap myself in barbed wire. Oh. Oh. Ian uses a crutch there from the fans. Yep, the fans would always bring weapons, too. He's got that barrel. He puts it right on Axel. And oh, nails him right in the barrel into the head with a baseball bat. Oh. Oh. Good kick. Good martial arts kick there by Axel. now he's got the... Bull rope and oh, and he's whipping him with it. Oh, no, that hurt. And oh, chair of the head there by Ian but Axel. Get with the baseball bat. Oh, my goodness. Now he's got the barbed wire. Oh wait, size will let go of it. And now oh he's chunking Ian. Damn. And oh, Axel with a DET right there on Ian. Up, uh, to the second rope. Oh, he misses the splash. Up, uh, goes outside. He's got a chair. Oh, nails Axel right in the back. Oh, he's got the barbed wire wrapped around him. Oh, nails him right in the head with a chair. One, two, three. Match is over. Five stars all the way. Hardcore, bloody, brutal. Just an awesome match. Yeah, real awesome match there. Of course, their Taipei Deathmatch is much better. And now we're gonna get into this to our second match here from Hostel City Showdown. The first ever match between D. Malenko and Eddie Guerrero for the ECW Ch- Television Championship. Eddie Guerrero won the title from Two Code Scorpio. Of course, Scorpio um, won it from De Malenko. So now the stage is set from one of the greatest, if not the greatest, rivalries. An ECW of all time. Let's take a look. All right. Here we go for the ECW TV title. Eddie Guerrero versus the shooter, D. Malenko. All right, Malenko's got Guerrero in the corner. Guerrero, oh, single leg takedown. Malenko trying to push him off. Guerrero, oh, he's got a knee bar on him, and oh, Malenko kicks him. Guy's foot in. I right, his hand on the ropes. And Malenko manages to get out of there. Now, oh, Malenko's got him now. Yep. Before they went to WCW, they wrestled in ECW. And Grill flips over and oh, arm drag. And he's got an arm bar right there on Malenko. Oh, yeah. You're seeing some good technical wrestling here. Oh, Malenko's got him right there in a. And a hammerlock. Only go, oh, snap mare. Stomps right on the face. Two second generation wrestlers going at each other here. And the thing about ECW at this time, you know, ECW, they weren't just known for like brawls all over the arena and stuff. They weren't just known for just tables and barbed wire baseball bats and taped fists. You know, they had some good wrestlers. They had some technical wrestling here. You know, Ron Simmons, for a short period of time, wrestled in ECW. Um, you know, you had Two called Scorpio, who's a hybrid of high-flying and uh, technical wrestling. And you had Chris Benoit, of course, another great technical wrestler. And then you had these two guys, Malenko and Guerrero. Malenko trying to go for a snap suplex. Nope. Guerrero blocks it. Got him up. Nope. Malenko. Oh, gets shoot-off in the ropes. Oh, flips over. Guerrero. Oh. Malenko goes for a hip toss. Guerrero misses with a close line. One, two. No. Oh, they both flip. Guerrero throws Malenko into the ropes. Goes for a hip toss. Nope. Flips clothesline oh yeah good clothesline there by D Malenko and now oh went for a powerbomb arm dragged by Guerrero throws him in the ropes ducks down Malenko oh flying head scissors flips over Guerrero puts him up in. oh Guerrero would have head scissors of his own Drop kick. They both miss. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fans going wild. And <laughs> Joey Styles says, "I defy Eddie." Any- other promotion to let these two go at it for a major world title. It's not gonna happen. Well, t- well, I mean, you see it in AEW like uh, decades later. <laughs> now Guerrero trying to get an arm bar on Molinko. Yep. All right, Guerrero trying to bend that arm. Blanco holding on to it, and Guerrero, oh, put his knee across his face. Oh, you know, it looks like Guerrero's got him. But Malenko's trying to get to the ropes. Malenko rolls over. He's on top, but Guerrero's got one shoulder. And now Guerrero... Oh! Flips him back over on his back. too and Malenko got the shoulder up yeah I mean this is like great technical wrestling we're seeing here and Prem and I we've seen Malenko and Guerrero go at each other we've seen their matches and from ECW and it's just you know just amazing I mean like these two just going at it hold for hold and in a promotion where it's like you wouldn't think they would appreciate something like this you know, but um, back then, in the early days of ECW, they did. I mean, I mean, this was this promotion's uh, version of Flair and Steamboat. You know, I mean, Flair and Steamboat, don't get me wrong, uh, they had plenty of great matches, especially in um, Boogie Jam uh, 80... Yeah, it was Boogie Jam 84 that they had a great match, and um, but they also had better matches in um in 89 and their 89 rivalry is spectacular but the one thing that i think that comes close to this is this match right here as we see uh guerrero doing a rock bottom on malenko or nuriaki whatever you call it and oh guerrero what a scoop and a slam goes over oh slingshot splash one two malenko got a foot on the ropes Hmm. oh yeah i mean these guys are really taking it to the mat you know and these guys come from great wrestling families too i mean dean of course the son of um boris malenko yep the great malenko who was a NWA territorial wrestler and um, of course uh, the insane clown posse would name uh, their album uh, one of their albums after him, the great Malenko and then um, Eddie Guerrero of course coming from the legendary gory Guerrero his um, brothers Hector Mondo and Chavo Senior, were uh, NWA uh, territorial wrestlers themselves and great wrestlers. Oh, so we see a double underhook suplex by Malenko. Guerrero kicks out. But Eddie would uh, definitely go on to outshine them all. You know, with great matches in uh, New Japan, uh, ECW, and of course later on WCW and WWE. Grow pulling Malenko's uh, hair there. and Malenko trying to keep Eddie's shoulders to the mat. And Eddie rolls out. And, you know, this is just a great contrast of styles here. As we see Malenko girl into the ropes and oh a drop kick right to the left knee of Eddie. you know this was a great contrast of Styles He had Malenko who is better known as you know for his technical wrestling, you know um, catches catch can you know being real stiff yeah somewhat stiff I mean thus they called him the shooter. As he's gonna go for uh, a little bow and arrow, yeah. Well, not bow and arrow, but I'd say a surfboard type submission hold there, right on Guerrero's knees. And you had Eddie Guerrero, who was known for his high flying offensive maneuvers. I mean, also, he wrestled in AAA as well, he wrestled in AAA and CML, yeah, CMLL, and um. But of course, uh, Eddie spent some time in Japan as well, along with uh D. Malenko and Chris Benoit, and he knew a little bit, of, he adopted the Japanese style, you know, I mean, he's a, you know, he's a good hybrid, you know, he's, of course, there's the American style, there's the the Mexican style, you know, and the Japanese style, you know, I mean, he can... I mean, Eddie, he could get on the mat and wrestle. He could uh, take it to the air. And, um, you know, he could do strong style as well. You know, he could brawl. He could do everything. And Malenko damaging Guerrero's knees. And Eddie gets to the bottom rope there. Oh. Dean, Oh, slams right there on the on the knee of Guerrero. And my TV, for some reason, is not working. Oh, it just stopped right there. Oh, now it's back again. And now Malenko, he's got Eddie and... Oh, reps his knee right around the ring post. I know that hurt. Ah, oh, it's doing it again. Shit. I don't know what's up with this uh, with this TV here. Oh, and Now Malenko's gonna pull him out. Oh. Get him right in the back of the knee. Now Guerrero rolls back into the ring. And oh, Guerrero with a right hand. Oh, Malenko takes him down. And now Malenko trying to wrench that knee. Ooh. Now he's kicking the back of Guerrero's knee. And oh, twists it. Eddie. Oh! Got to the bottom rope there. And oh! Malenko dropping a knee right there on Eddie's knee. Malinko trying to go for a calf breaker here. Oh, got him. Now he's trying to go for a figure four. Eddie pushes him off. And, oh, Eddie, what a baseball slide right into the left knee of Eddie Guerrero. Oh, this. is not good for Eddie here getting his knee yanked and Malenko brings him in and oh he's got him there back on that knee bar and also interesting fact um, about Insane Clown Posse um, when they got their first big check from the great Malenko which was the album that they named after um, Dean's dad um, they bought a wrestling ring for their backyard. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how much uh in St. Cloud posse were into wrestling. You know, of course, uh they would wrestle everywhere. I mean, they have wrestled everywhere. They've wrestled in uh ECW, WWF before it was WWE, uh WCW, Ring of Honor, TNA. And of course, they had their own Wrestling organization. JCW. Juggalo champion shit wrestling. (laughs) Oh, Malenko. What a headbutt to Guerrero. Picks him up. No, Guerrero. One, two, no. Try to pin him with a sunset flip. Nope. Oh. Perfect plex there by Guerrero, but here it is knee. Now Eddie's got Dean. Trying to get him up. Oh, powerbomb. One, two, no. Malenko kicks out. Now, Eddie's going up. He's going for a Tornado DDT. Malenko trying to stop him there. And Oh, Eddie with a right hand. And another one. Pokes him in the eye. Oh, Tornado DDT. Got him. Goes for the cover. One, two, no. Malenko kicks out. One, two, no. Michael kicks out again. One, two, no. <laughs> oh. oh, man. And now Guerrero, he's got Dean. Puts him on that top rope. Oh, didn't Karana off the top rope. One, two, and... Oh, Dean kicks out. Oh, now Guerrero... He's going for his own little surfboard himself. Oh. Just trying to get him up. Nope. Oh, now he's got his own little submission hold there. Yeah, looks like uh, a Texas cloverleaf and a Boston crab there, but oh, Guerrero switches to the STF. Yep, Guerrero showing off his mat wrestling skills there. Oh, nails him right in the back of the head. Oh. European uppercut by Eddie. Oh, and another one. And Malenko kicks him in the gut. Oh, slams his head right in a turnbuckle. Oh. Nailing him right there. Pushes in, oh Malenko, to Hunnigan right there, right on the outside. And mind you, back at this time, uh, ECW, there was like cement there. There were no blue mats around there. Of course, uh, later on as they got a little bigger and they would expand to to go to other arenas, um, mostly in New York, um, they were they had to have blue mats. So, here's Eddie going for a suplex. Nope. Nope. Dean blocks it again. And oh, suplex is right on the concrete floor. Damn. And Malenko, oh, (laughs) went for a plancha, but Guerrero just moved out of the way. And Malenko, (laughs) uh, hurt in the knee there. Now Guerrero's up top. And, oh, caught him. Guerrero's showing him how it's done. yeah, right now at this time it's like eleven forty two. All right, malenko he's got Eddie throws him back in to the ring. Got him up. Oh! Brain Buster! And now Malenko's got Eddie. Going for a suplex? Nope. Tries for it again? Nope. Oh, Eddie's got him. Nope. Hey reverses again, and Oh! brainbuster of his own! Now it brings Malenko right to the middle of the ring. Ten up to the top. Frog splash. One, two, no. Kicks up. One, two, no. He's got Dean. Oh, chop. Throws him in the corner. Oh, he misses. Now Malenko. He's got Eddie. Oh! Suplex on the bridge. One, two, no. Guerrero kicks out. These guys are trying to finish each other off. And (laughs) it's been no use. These guys are uh, tougher than a $2. Steak. And Malenko throws Eddie into the ropes. Spinebuster, trying to go for the Texas Cloverleaf. His old, but nope, Guerrero, made it to the ropes. Now, Malinko tries to throw him in. Nope. Eddie reverses. Oh, kicks him right there. Do a suplex. Oh, he got him. Oh, Guerrero. One, two, no. Eddie kicks him in the gut oh Frankenstein one two no Malenko kicks out Vance Channing, Eddie Eddie trying to go for a German suplex. (coughs) No. Oh, Malenko. He's got Eddie. No. Eddie's got him now. Palm handle slam into a backbreaker. One, two, no. Eddie. (laughs) He's on top of it. No. He's got him up. Oh. And now puts him down one, two, nope. Lincoln flips him one, two, no. Grill one, two, no. <laughs> these guys trying to pin each other but to no avail. chanting ECW. Again, there's no uh, there's no blood here, but yet he's still getting ECW chant. One, two, no. And Grill, oh, scoop it a slam. He's headed to the top, and Malenko, oh, he's up. He's now on the second rope. And Eddie. Flips over. Oh, sunset power bomb. One, two, no. And the bell rings. a draw. And thus, because it's a draw, Eddie Guerrero remains the ECW television champion. Their rivalry just, this was just the beginning, man. I mean, still, awesome match. I mean, this was just an awesome match. Five star all the way. I don't think, matter of fact, yeah, I know. They never had a bad match in ECW against each other, these two. Yeah, they never had a bad match against each other. (laughs) The crowd giving Eddie a standing ovation here. Oh yeah. And that is it. That'll do it here for Wrestle Talk Wednesday here on Matt's World. Friday, gonna be looking at the episode of American Horror Stories Drive In. Yep, gonna be looking at that episode. And just like I mentioned on Monday's episode, uh for the Next week, for the two days, we're going to talk about the anniversary of Crispin Benoit, the uh, murder-suicide. And we're going to talk about it on Monday and Wednesday. But Friday, of course, as we always say, Friday is a fun day, so we're going to leave that open. Monday, we're going to talk about the crime, you, you know, what led up to it. And then on Wednesday, we're going to be looking at some of my favorite uh, Crispin Wa matches. And that'll do it. Hope you all enjoyed it. Let me know what you guys um, think in the comment section. And until then, don't have a good day. Have a great day. Bye-bye.